Hello and welcome to Be Powerful with Liz and Lee. It's a new day and we're so glad you're here. So you can expect to hear candid conversations on what it means to be powerful. Live authentically, live in the midst of ups and downs, productively, and above all else, joyfully. We are so thankful for you, our community of listeners, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. Oh, man. uh, What's, what are you wearing? (laughs) Oh, wait, if you're not, you got to watch this on uh, YouTube. Watch on YouTube to see the fun here. It's like rainbow bright with some lightning strikes. I'm sorry. Did you not know it was Pride Month? Right. Right. Where's the flag? Upstairs. I'm going to get it. Okay. Yeah. It's going to the beach. We'll hang that for the rest of the month. No, it is a beautiful day. I taught two classes. I went to. You were at your granddaughter's moving up ceremony. I decided not to shower. I feel great about it. I showered and I feel great about it too. So if we both feel great about it. We do. And the way we look, we don't look, you know, like we dress in the same, you know, general area. But that's okay. You look great. <laughs> I don't think you anybody like, I'm not being... wearing a uniform. No. no. <laughs> oh, oh, and just remember the other day, uh-huh. like I rolled out of here. I had on my white shorts, black top to go to the mall, which it, I'm not going to I'm not going to disparage the mall, but it's not my favorite place. <laughs> but and cuz we were going to Lululemon to find a whole lot of more of those little shorts mm-hmm. and you had on the same outfit. And I went, that's just really weird and 14 different ways that I can't even describe. So we're sort of paying attention to not wearing the same clothes, but I think we did really well today. today. I look really good. I don't know. I I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, what other housekeeping do we have? Yes. Um, Well, gosh, we got a lot of uh, response from that last podcast we put out. Whoa. Yeah. Hold the presses. We got a lot of people that want to come on now. I guess that the next time we put out a cattle call, it'll be not a cat. That sounds terrible, but that's a term that we used to use, you know, when I was a model. When things work. Yeah. Or PC. Yeah. Not PC, but yeah. So thank you guys for responding and responding in so many ways and lots of, uh, I think the way we're going to utilize this call for action that we sort of did on the last podcast about gun control, about abortion rights, about freedoms, mm-hmm. is to maybe utilize that in the in the live podcast as well. You right. Know? Right. So that's what's on tap this month. We're coming out with this, where are we? Second week of June. Yep. And then on June 13th, you still have one more chance to sign up before our live podcast, June 13th at mm-hmm. the studio, free to come at noon and just with hang wine. out with us, <laughs> have some sips, yep. listen, ask questions, engage. So that'll be really fun. And hopefully that is our first annual or quarterly or monthly, whatever, live podcast. We'll see. And we will see. We will see. Yeah. And then we do have two friends teed up for interviews. Yes, we do. Um, and we'll be focusing on Pride Month. And I think right. it's great, no matter what your beliefs are, to always hear other people's experiences. I agree. And that's what we're doing. We're, we're speaking to people who have different experiences from us regarding a whole, you know, we haven't had Everything. the interviews yet. So we, we can't wait, but that's what's coming mm-hmm. up in our mm-hmm. world. Yeah. And I'm really, um, in speaking of interviews, I'm excited about the Pride interviews because we the it's so much fun being um gay for a moment or you know <laughs> not for a moment, moment but to do we'll this see what tomorrow and we deals. don't we don't know what what pride month is except i think it means celebrating um everyone to make them all feel 
like they're valued. And I think Absolutely. pride had to be become something because think of how undervalued or really um, criticized people that have been mm-hmm. not heterosexual have been for, oh gosh, probably forever. And so right. I'm excited to be a part of that. But as we said to the our first interview guy that's going to come on, that's a surprise. He's young and eleven. Um, we we simply don't know enough, and we don't feel worthy in some ways. Right. I mean, right? we have not been gay or lesbian all our lives, and so we, like I said, have had a very different experience. Right. And so I think you know people sharing their story, whatever that is, is um, eye opening and informing. And we're going to have fun too. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are. Okay, it is also June. Mm-hmm. Everybody seems tired. Like end of May and school's getting <laughs> out. Do you think that's out. just us? We're tired? No, everybody I see and talk to at the studio is like, oh my God, it, yeah. uh, well, when's it going to end? It's mm, a long... May is a big deal. Kind of... Maybvember, as they call it. May, December, whatever. May, December, right. Become. Um, and it's interesting because I think celebrating is always... So fun and so important because yeah. every milestone that we do get to experience after a lot of grief and heartache right. is to be encouraged. But we're wearing ourselves out a little bit. Well, we came back strong from COVID. That's what I mean. I'm just saying, you know, you said, uh, and I think we all have like, we're, we're still sort of working on our balance situation. Yep, exactly. Because you just want to go, you want to go, you want to go. Mm-hmm. And then you're just done. We were sort of done last night. We were just really tired. Yep. But hey. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a party girl. I like to have a good time. (laughs) And I think people are, yeah, they're ready for vacation. Yeah. So, and so for those of you traveling, Mm -hmm. have fun, be safe Mm -hmm. before we get into too much further. Yeah. I want to stay on track. And I'm not going to let you Because I want to get the back to the things. traveling thing. That's no. what I want to get back to. So we get back to we're going to play the yeah. game first. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. While you think about it, okay. I would like to say one thing. Okay. At first, I was going to say. <laughs> okay. You're putting. Okay. Go ahead. This is an anecdote. I really wanted to say thank you because before we started, I noticed that the temperature was lowered. Wow. And then you came in here and I know you realized it was cold. Mm-hmm. And before I closed the doors and we actually hit record, it went back up. Well, and if so you're thanks, watching no on YouTube, thanks. YouTube, she's wearing a sweatshirt. I'm so wearing it's going to come off. You know what? I get too hot. It's fine. That's right. We'll be back to naked broadcasting like we back, <laughs> we did back during COVID. Okay, so, your turn to play the game. Two things. You said you wanted oh, to go. God, I don't go. have a question. I have no questions for okay, you. Okay, then I've got it. Okay, Ready? here we go. <laughs> you know, I, I, I ask you stuff all the time, but I don't ever know what's going to be interesting to viewers or to, to listeners. I don't try. Or maybe I do, but I'm... Anyway, I go. Ask me a question. <laughs> See, now it's just a game that I'm going to do it until you just succumb. I'm already succumbed. I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. Go ahead. Right, but we're going to do it until you do. <laughs> okay, my question right. is, mm-hmm. what are two things you wish you'd known earlier? Earlier than what? Today? Anything in your life. Earlier as a person, earlier oh, as I can, Liz, I can earlier. Anything. Oh, easy as stuff. A, Business owner, as a gay woman, like you can fill in the blank if you want. Okay. Whatever. Uh, What I wish I'd known earlier in life, period, Mm -hmm. as a life lesson, a solid life lesson, make the phone call. I've said this before. I'm going to say it in the right way, though. I was always afraid because I never knew I knew enough to go and make the next step, whether it was going to be going to do a job interview or going to meet uh, a person that I was interested Mm -hmm. in getting to know. Because I was like, I need to know more to present myself in a better way. And as a young person, I was insecure that way. And now as an older person, or even as a, in for several years, the best lessons I've learned in life is to make an action 
happen, not an action plan, but go ahead and push into an mm. action that you don't think you're ready for. And that's how I learned to be pretty good on my feet. I mean, you know, I love that. and to really, if you don't know, for instance, um, what you're getting ready to say, like right now, you <laughs> just push forward. I mean, you, you meet people where they are and you maybe, I mean, I've, I've gone up to people that I'm like so intimidated by their mm -hmm. intellect or their notoriety. And it's always somebody that's smart. I'm really intrigued with smart people. Right. And so I, I, I just babble along until they like me back. <laughs> so I wish I'd known to have courage to do that. That's excellent. And, um, the second thing I wish I'd known mm -hmm. was how um, important paying attention to the gut feelings that changed my life a few years ago were. Mm -hmm. And that's not just about being with you at all, right. but the right. gut feelings that are the ones that tell you what is right and wrong, tell you if you're making a business decision that is correct or incorrect, your spirit or your God self knows that. All you have to do is listen to it. And it's usually a gut reaction for me. Okay. That's good. I like that. I think those yeah. are two really important things. One seemed to be a little more later in life, like more recent, like the second one. But when do you think you learned or, or kind of could name the first one about just going for it instead of worrying and thinking it. about it? Was that with starting a business? Was that was, with having was, a child? It was, uh, no, it wasn't having a child. You don't have much choice when you're having a yeah, child. Just, <laughs> the baby frame. is coming. <laughs> you are not going to go for that. She's coming and this is going to happen. No, um, as far as, I think it was always about business. Okay. Uh, I did not believe because I, I was really, I used to be structured. I used to believe mm -hmm. if I didn't have a certain degree, which I never got a bachelor's of arts degree, I got an associate degree in dental hygiene. Right. I thought that was a big, you know, you know, bad, bad thing for me. So mm -hmm. I never thought I was capable, which helps. Guess what? <laughs> right. If you don't think you're capable, you learn a lot of things on your own in order to push forward and speak to people with some intellect. Mm. So it turns out that I was a lot smarter than I thought I was. Right. And now I know I'm pretty damn smart. And so is that, do you consider that book smart or street smart or but, just, yeah. Because I read one. myself into a college education. There's a whole lot in this world we can learn besides going into a school or a college. And I believe the, the world is one of the greatest teachers, but I'm also a, a real adept listener. The podcasts I listen to are philosophy podcasts. Right, right. Right? I like to listen to why things are. Mm -hmm. um, I don't listen to business ones and I don't read that much business, but to me, uh, running a business is about relationships yeah. with, people with people and knowing who to hire yeah. in order to, I'm not going to be the mathematical genius, right? So I'm going to hire the people that can do the things I can't do. Mm -hmm. So I learned that through just Experience. experience and listen to myself <laughs> and, and really making my, making it my business to learn about human beings and to mm -hmm. re and read history. If you want to learn everything about what's going on right now, read history. Just, it's all happened before. Right, right. It just you cycles can see, back. You can see the, the pitfalls mm -hmm. and whether it's your business, whether it's your world you're living in, you see the pitfalls of the mistakes that have already been made. Why continue being the rabbit on the wheel, the rabbit, the yeah, uh, hamster, hamster on the wheel, on the wheel <laughs> and just doing the same thing. Same over. thing over and over and yeah. over again. So, I just, I think you 
don't sit and dwell. And no. I think that's always laser been your focus. personality. Right. Right. And so I think you've probably always had that personality. Right. And I find it interesting because I don't think you probably grew up thinking, I want to be a business owner, an entrepreneur. Remember, you know what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a housewife, <laughs> housewife. and taken care of. Yeah. I mean, what can, yeah, again, you know, I was born in 54, so whatever. I, that's, I have no excuses for that, except that, hey, I did that. By the way, yeah. remember, that's the other thing I would say. You learn that you are so much more magical and capable mm. than you are. I didn't have to. I've been very um, genuine in my process yeah. for whether it was finding a husband <laughs> uh, and not using people. No. Like falling really in love and, and getting the right guy and doing all those things and playing tennis at the club every day and having lunch. And it was great mm -hmm. until I realized, oh, well, there's a lot more for me. Right. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's more for me. So, um, yeah, you, I w I'm very pleased with how the things I imagined happen. So that, therefore, the way I go through life and still do right. is the way I, I, I see it first. Sometimes I yep. write it down. But if I see it and I start to speak it, it becomes. Yeah. And then there's that element that I think that you've always noted that you're, you're not afraid of failure and that that moment when you learn that failure actually breeds more success. Right. And, How does that work? Uh, <laughs> it's because I thought I was a failure. So, Oh, personally. So, versus the thing that right. happened. So, oh, wow. I think that's helpful. I mean, I really hope that people don't just build their kids up like, oh, honey, mm. you know, everybody gets the award. Um, I, I think you need to really struggle and know what it's like to not get the award, mm -hmm. to not get the job to not get the nod from the boss. Mm -hmm. And I was never feeling worthy enough or not. It was not even worry, worthy. I just didn't, I didn't think I had what it takes because I figured I needed to learn more. Right. And, um, so, so is that like rote schooling that wasn't your path? Yeah. I, I hated school mm -hmm. and I was not good at school, but I was good at personal relationships and I was great at sports and I made great. I mean, I made like, I mean, I was a C student. So, mm -hmm. The C student is great. I almost worry about the A students. I'm not even kidding. And that's you, right? I'm worried about <laughs> I you. Realize I'm holding Tell this me about pencil. Your, like yeah. I have teacher vibes anyway. And now we're going into this whole like schooling thing. And I'm going, oh no, no, yeah. I'm, I just wanted to be a good student and make good grades. But you, I think it's an, an anomaly to have somebody who can do both really well all the time. I have a question though. Yeah. You, you, you excelled in school. I mean, I so but what is like that like? I mean, big. but and you, you excelled in school. You made straight A's or, you know, I you did. made great. Yeah, she did. did. She was killing it. She I killed it. I got to Chapel Hill. And maybe but the fact is, is when you've got that confidence behind you, mm. tell me what that's like. That always felt good. That was my approval mm -hmm. to myself, to other people, that that to me was a, a, a marker of, success for me that I think it was just in my personality mm -hmm. that doing well in school there was an adult figure okay I did what they wanted me to do and I did well at it I also love learning right right so this is not but just I do some, too so why didn't right but for me that was the way that was I did. the way you did it okay. yeah that was the way it did that it, that the physical very linear process worked for me there you, were things that I really struggled with like higher level reading comprehension like yeah. You know, I'm I'm a pretty black and white linear learner. She's also so got, got a, you've got difficult. a really great memory, a photographic there, I, memory. I was that helped literally yeah. with the way our school that. system works. So mm -hmm. with 
test taking, learn this, re-put it back out Mm -hmm. and show me you learned it. Right. Do I remember everything? No. Did it teach me good study skills? Yes. For example, in our school system, that was successful, but there's 1000 ways to learn. Right. And and I think everybody and does so, it differently. So I think the moral of this story is that uh, for teachers out there, which mm-hmm. boy, do they deserve a vacation after this <laughs> yeah, year, right. don't they? That's one thing I just said to the ladies at my granddaughter's class, uh, the teachers, like, y'all have a great summer. You just <laughs> killed it this year. But, you know, how do you balance that student like me that, and they used the term in the 60s, well, she just, she's falling through the cracks, right. you know? It's just that I was outside playing dodgeball and basketball and didn't give a <laughs> damn about Well, no one was, had the their thumb on you either. You no, were the baby no and they were like, whatever. But, but how do you, and I think that I'm pretty sure that teachers these days have uh, yeah, it depends on the educational system. And yep. I will say this, I was just, and I was at Charlotte Country Day, which mm-hmm. is a privileged school here in Charlotte. And the, I love that the middle school head guy, what's he called? Head. Wow. Head of school. Head of school. Got up and said, I want you guys to turn around and thank your teachers because you are a privileged group of people to mm. be in this educational mm-hmm. system. So yeah, the people at privileged schools are probably very balanced out. You know, they're going to pick up a Liz and go, Liz, you're doing a great job out here on the basketball court. Let's roll that into some math or however you would do that. Right. What if you're in, uh, you know, public school and not a great neighborhood and we've been through all these things we've been through and what do you do then? I actually think some of these kids that are failing are going to be okay. Well, (laughs) right. So this topic is so big and so huge. So you start with, you know, going back to segregation and busing and equality in schools and that every child, I believe, should have an equal opportunity to learn in Mm -hmm. a safe, positive environment. And we know that's not happening. And then we have pandemics like COVID Mm -hmm. and there's the flight again into private schools and places where your child can get more support. Right. And then our public school teachers aren't getting paid well. So is it easy to hire and have bodies? No. I mean, when you have a classroom, so I can only teach, you know, talk about what I know and experienced. And I, I did get an elementary school education mm-hmm. major and taught elementary school in a public school. And then I actually taught at country day. Right. So I saw both sides of the coin and it's just a, the amount of like experience and knowledge and bodies you have in the room of different types of leaders and teachers and administrators to reach every child. But didn't you feel like you had more resources at Country Day than Absolutely. That's the point. Other places. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal, I think. Yeah. To be able to get to a point where, you know, the funding is not such a problem. Mm -hmm. The workforce is not such a problem. Kids being able to have food and clothing before they come to school so they can be more successful. And I I mean, I think over time, schools have really done a good job in educational systems of trying to balance types of learners and give every learner support, learner support. But to your point, you're going to have different outcomes Mm -hmm. and you need all the different types of students and graduates to provide services in our community. You know, I feel like we're in a a stage right now in our communities where it's hard to find employees, period. Right. For I wouldn't want to be a school. I wouldn't want to be a janitor. I wouldn't want to go into a school ground. And that goes back to the whole terror right now of the firearms and camp. It's just all of it. All Mm -hmm. of it. But um, so, you know, 
we can't fix everything, but we can be conscious of these right. these issues. And um, I I just I just hope people out there, you know, beyond all these bigger issues like we, we, what you just spoke about, are conscious of people learning different ways. And I think they are. Yes. And um, and I mean, I think the schools and giving people yeah. a cho- a, a chance that they may not excel so well, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, in the school building, but. Well, I think speaking to probably our demographic, I mean, I think it's that awareness of the, okay, what can you do? Where can I be of assistance in my child's school? Where can I be of assistance in a neighborhood school that might need more help where my child doesn't even Maybe I should go in and start teaching. Volunteering. Volunteer. Maybe start with some volunteerism, like... Grabbing a child and reading with them, you know? Oh, I do that I think all the time any with my child, children. With your children. Well, with my, yeah. See? But I think any time, time is spent with a child. Yes. Period. Yes. End of situation and I will, is and positive. I love that uh, when my daughter was at a public school with her, ch- her children before they got into a nicer school, which they did during COVID, mm-hmm. um, that she would go and read with she would just yeah, pick she, did. A, she would tutor a certain person mm-hmm. and you know it took a while for that to warm up but it was it was that personal connection yeah just sort of uh, people just want to be they want to be seen and uh kids especially so. I think that's always what it boils down to yeah people want to feel loved and that someone's paying attention to them and that they matter right so then let's get put that in the overarching of everything we ever talk about and all the last week the freedoms thing yeah like kids just want to feel like they matter and that we're protecting them you know women just want to feel like they matter and we're protecting them right i know there's the other side of the coin there are people who their financials and the economy mean more to them and they want to feel protected but i have a hierarchy of what is important in our society and that's just and I had a great that. I had a great discussion um, actually with my ex husband yeah. this morning about that very thing, and he's in the energy business, and I just have total respect for his uh, acumen in that 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 area of right. work. And uh, so I'm like, you know, the whole side of that agenda is kind of Republican, right? So it's not mm-hmm. kind of it is um, the it, fiscally right now, conservative fossil fuels are very fiscally, you know, it's a, it's a thing. We've got the democratic liberal sides closing down the pipelines that they call that the far left. We've got the, the middle, right. Just saying, look, we just need to get these pipelines. We need some energy into the country. So I said to him, I said, and I'm not going to tell you everything about him because, but I'm like, how are you going to vote? I mean, are you going to throw women and children under the bus? And it kind of like took him back. Right. Because he's not, focused but. on trying to survive in this energy business. And he's like, yeah, you're right. It looks like Roe versus Wade is going to be turned over. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, um, you know, kids cannot be safe in schools. I'm like, so to me, all of a sudden it's flipped. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, did, it didn't flip. It's not all of a sudden, but I've always been more socially uh aware right to me the wealth of this nation is important that we lift up our lowest ones yes and so we can all survive yes or else we're all going down together like just clinging to these material right 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 so anyway the long story short i mean we both agreed exactly he was like yeah there's 50 republicans in the senate that are Mm -hmm. that are stopping gun laws i'm like are you going to vote for those guys? I mean, that, where yeah. do you, and so he, he goes, we just need a third. And then we got into all that and the right. chit chat. I'm like, right now it's like the emergency buttons here. It's yeah. time to call nine one one. 
I mean, women's rights are at stake, women's freedoms are at stake, women's health care at stake, mm -hmm. and our children's literally lives, literal lives mm -hmm. are at stake. And if you call yourself pro-life and you don't care about children getting blown away in a, in a school or even humans in a mall or a yeah. church, then that's not pro-life. So there's a lot of important red button issues now for all of us to pay attention mm -hmm. to. And, and if you're a good, solid conservative, call your people, call your senators and your congressmen and tell them these things like, or tell them your concerns, even though I, you know, we said in the last podcast, it's not time to vote your pocketbook. Right. But I listened to him, my ex-husband today, and he's going, I have to vote my pocket. Right. But I went, but I still disagreed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's just tricky. It is tricky. It um, is tricky. Yeah. So, so, so what's the answer to that? What's interesting and, uh, is that know. we got to this point, Lee, because we were asking the first two questions. I we, was thinking of that <laughs> myself, yeah. but I have another question. Oh, wait. It's I not already like an had extra. To, already no, had to. it's related. Okay. It's not like a new game okay. question, but I, I was thinking, wow, thing. look at the conversation that that started Yeah, because you're so wise in your answers. Right. So if you just I'm gave not sure everybody it a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so I did want to ask as part of your point to what you wish you knew earlier, what's the difference between recognition and regret? Like, where do you draw the line between, Ooh, wish I knew that that's too bad. Ah. Do you feel that at all? Uh, you do better when you know better. That's the answer to that. And I don't, of course, there are some regrets that you're going you're to have in your life, mm -hmm. but if you go back and you really dissect them, mm -hmm. it's almost, I have not found a point in my life where I actually did something that was really wrong that I just didn't really know the consequences of that, right? right. I might've been told the consequences and did it anyway or something like that, but mm -hmm. uh, when you know better, you do better. And therefore living in the past and the regrets is getting you nowhere. Yeah. You can go nowhere. The present place is where you got to live, but you've got to remember the past so that you, you don't remake those yeah. mistakes and then look to the future, but don't live in the future. Don't. And that's where worry and concern comes like, oh no, what's going to happen next week when I'm not here and my flowers need watering? <laughs> you know, One small example. Live in the present, make some, make some, and mm -hmm. hire your, hire your guy, <laughs> which I did. That's such a, you know, kind of a silly little example, but, um, the difference in regret and is just you did the best you could. Right. You just got to, you can't live in that. You can't live in that. And if you allow yourself to do that, you will fail. Mm -hmm. You will fail life, mm -hmm. period. You'll be miserable. Right. You won't be able to have fun times like we do. Like we do. <laughs> like we do. Well, I guess that's a fabulous time to segue into having fun and traveling. You want to go right. back to it? Oh, I forgot all about that. I know, right. Um, well, it did make me think too, you know, thinking about the the privilege to travel in whichever way it is. Well, you don't have to, to have get, privilege to travel. You can travel. Yes. Yeah. No, I know, but yeah. But we yeah. Let's be real. Let's be real. Um just the opportunity that provides you to get outside of your bubble mm -hmm. and your world, mm -hmm. you know, speaking about all the different people in the world and all our different beliefs. Right. And, 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 and looking around and, grow. and seeing, I mean, even traveling through the United States, we like to be so divided in our thinking. We are not different from anybody on any side of the spectrum. I mean, I love, you know, I'm excited that you and I get to go overseas. And that's great. To me, that just opens my mind up. Exactly. And I love hearing what people in another country have to say about mm -hmm 
yeah, oh, for, you're, you're an American. And um, <laughs> what did you say the other day? You said, let's take some kind of a flag shirt or something with this. I'm like, what? no, I'm kind of nervous about people thinking I'm American oh, no. right now. I had like, I was cleaning out and had a, like a beach wrap that was an American it flag. It was American flag. Fourth of July parade. And you were like, maybe don't take that. No. Yeah. I mean, there's something, I'm a little sensitive. I just want to be like, you just want to be not, yeah. not nationally. You know? Right. <laughs> um, oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. But one thing <laughs> I was going to say about travel and just practical stuff is, um, and this is another thing that came out of the talk this morning. I, I haven't met him yet personally, but that like this middle school guy at the, at the school, he goes, I want you guys to just forget about all the stuff that's mm. going on. And I want you to go have fun. And I want right. you to just relax and go see your friends and be nice to each other and have a great, yes. just have a great time. I mean, yes. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves even if we're going to travel to Europe we have to do this we have to do that what we have to do is remember how lucky we are to mm -hmm. be alive and breathing mm -hmm. and we get to go do these things together right you, and uh and just enjoy it which I'm not really talking to us because we know how to do that don't we, we? do know how we to really do, that. do and I think that just helps that overall lesson so what if we quit worrying all the time and go out and present our best selves in the world and be kind to one another and loving, mm -hmm. even though there are some big things to physically change in our world, that type of energy right. is what we need to put forth. Just being so kind. So I think we get inundated. Kindness, love, and courage. Those are the three things I try to walk out the mm -hmm. door with every single day is kindness, love, and courage. It takes courage to pretty much do anything, anything. these days. <laughs> uh, but it's hard. I think the hardest part of those three is the love. Because mm. to come from a place of love when there's so much violence and fear around you yep. is, um, you know, that's, that's a, challenge. a challenge. So, But it's so important. Well, I'm, and, and again, it's where you're coming from in that space. Right. Whatever you're going to think about, whatever you're going to do at your workplace or you're with your children or your, or your family, if you come from a place of fear or you come from a place of uh, resentment or... Yeah. Or regret. Or regret. <laughs> then you're, that is going to be the energy you push out there. Right. So you, you may be, and, and families are really interesting Petri dishes for this. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. you, you can test it really fast. If you're, if you're working from a place of fear, you're going to feel a real quick flashback. If you're working from a place of love, it's not like, oh, honey, I love you. I love you. No. But you can say, are you going to do the dishes or am I going to do the dishes in a <laughs> loving way? Or, well, just an, oh, a deeper sense of yeah, yeah. care and love and yeah. respect. Yeah. George, you said, but, but you're right. Those daily things. <laughs> just the, yeah. Just come from love and you'll be attracting love and you'll be attracting the people in your life that resonate to that yeah. vibration. Simply, that, it's just that simple. What you put out is what you get, mm. period. It's mm -hmm. just quick, too. It's not like some kind of long, you know, what your transfer of energy is quickly done. You're, you're putting out love, you're receiving it back. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it be any different. If I'm right. putting out fear, I'm receiving it back. Exactly. I remember having boyfriends and going, oh, I know he's cheating on me or something. You know, and you receive that right yeah. back. <laughs> so. Good point. Yeah. You know, in kind of recapping everything we've thought about now that I have my teacher Pencil. pencil. Can you all see Ow. her? You need to go on YouTube and watch her. Lee's got on her rainbow bright outfit and her pencil in her hair, in her bun. Oh my gosh. 
if you all didn't read my book, I don't know if you need to run out and get it, but I had, we'll this, I had that teacher in the third grade that had that bun with the, um, the, yeah, the hairnet on top. Oh no, the hairnet with all the colored dots. Mm. I can see that still in my mind. And if I saw that in that person, passing. I would jump like a spider. You'd be scared. I would be, it's the most, terrifying, the most terrifying. The most terrifying. your first fear lies with your third grade oh teacher. My God, she was horrid. Oh. Anyway. Okay. So all I was going to say is in the vein of what I wish I knew earlier and speaking of kids and education and love and understanding and all of that, I think one of the things I learned later as a parent was how patient you have to be (laughs) as a parent. Especially a divorced parent. Well, yes. But as a young parent, it, it was very challenging for me when I was trying to make my little children do what I think they needed to do. Mm-hmm. And now I see them and their reactions and I'm, I'm trying and learning that you just have to be patient with who they are in the moment mm-hmm. and that things change. And so it's that energy right. that you're talking about of right. how you respond and react. Right. And so now that we're at the beginning of summer and all your kids are here, here home and here <laughs> and there, there is that level of obviously boundaries and behavior and respect that goes back and forth, but also just patience mm-hmm. with one another, with our children, with our partners, mm-hmm. with people who disagree with us. And notice when, and notice when react, you react. are not interacting with your children or people who disagree mm-hmm. with you in a, and I, I don't know a better word than love because there is the vibration of love mm-hmm. or patience, but it's, yeah. patience is a, it's a, you know, a branch, a branch of love. Of love. <laughs> if you're not interacting in that way, you will get what you ask for. I mean, if you walk in the door and you're pulling your hair out because your day has been insane at work yeah. and you expect your kids to just fall in, they're going to be screaming in two minutes. Right. The minute they see you. Yeah. The energy, they pick it up so fast. And so that's not to say you just roll over your feelings and don't experience and go, well, I have to be patient because everybody else no, needs me you right take now. take care of yourself. That's right. You take the stop, you take the breath, you take the walk, you take the right, whatever. You take the detour home. Maybe you get out of your car and you take a walk and then you get back in your car and you come home. And you come home. Lord knows if you're in Charlotte, there's a detour (laughs) on every street. Yeah. So you can take your time. Yeah. But I think that's important. It was just one thing I kind of wanted to say. Well, I think that's good because I think we're all sort of, you know, we're just tired. Like you said at the very beginning mm-hmm. of the podcast, we're tired from all the the hell in this world, the war and the shootings and the, you know, people that think they can just, you know, run women into buses and put them in the back and put them in a cave somewhere and make them like they were 500 years ago. Um, How does she really feel? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's that. See, that, that w- whatever those things there are that, are that weigh on you, they're heavy. Yeah. And so we've got to... You know, what is it the Buddha said? You know, you've got to be you know, the lightheartedness. You've yes. got to, only the lighthearted, you've got to lighten it up. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that? You know that there's not anything you can do but be in that present right now. Mm-hmm. So that presence right now is being with yourself, letting all that inner energy that sometimes that for me is anger and heat. I yep. mean, there's a color of very, very bright red yeah. in me that flows. And I simply breathe it in and breathe it out and keep it in a place that I know is an area that I need to work through that energy to make positive change. But if I can't, if I react to it, I'm just going to be a mess. Right. When I think that's the boiling point of 
the divisiveness that we might be incurring or experiencing in the world. So listening to you be like the, the ABCD that drives you crazy might not drive somebody else crazy. It's not. And so knowing that you can't control somebody else. Mm -hmm. So you may the hell well try to, you know, deal with your own issues. Control yourself. Right. That's what I'm saying. So learning to take care of that first is far more important. Mm -hmm. I think to bridge any divisive gap, because if we come with the red flames of anger Mm -hmm. on this side and that side, nothing. So we're going to go into the summer. We're going to Work, work through our love and patience. We're going to go through the We're going to watch. What are we doing through this? I, I, I'm already just. We're just going to get through it. We're, no, we're not. <laughs> no. We're excited. No. It's our good time. That was funny, but you said we're well, just going to get to the end of the summer. My redness just came in. I have that red energy that comes in, and the okay. red energy was just like, in mean, three, three weeks, Roe versus Wade's going to be flipped. But um, <laughs> so now y'all, y'all. And we think, know your hot topic. We, we know that we know my them. hot button. And so I'm just going to roll in okay. with the energy energy that is change through power and true power comes from love. Mm. And, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be easy. That means I'm going to be focused and laser sharp. There we go. But it's going to come straight from love. Okay. (laughs) Good for you. I'm really glad. I'm going to enjoy the ride and let y'all know how she does. Oh, Oh, all right. So everybody. Yes. Take care. Yes. Well, wait a minute. We're going to be right back like next week, but well, I just mean today. Yeah, yeah, today, <laughs> tomorrow, yes. one day. At it's a time. the beginning of June. I hope you're going on vacation. Yeah. What? Um, let's give them some Liz Hilliard uh, hot bicep tips for. Oh yeah. Working out on the road. Okay. Well, remember, I don't love to work out when yeah. I'm on real vacation, but it is fun to do this. Like we walk on the beach, and sometimes we'll do some push-ups. Sometimes yes. you like to do cartwheels. I do like to do cartwheel. Do the fun stuff. Yeah. Do the things that, you know, used to do as a kid. Mm. I mean, if Clary and I don't do cartwheels at the beach, it's been a real failure. I mean, <laughs> it's been like, but yeah, um, yeah, go go have fun. Get in the water. Get in the ocean. Get in the water mm-hmm. if you can get it in the water. For your workout tips, your workout tips are to enjoy life when you're on vacation and to come back and work out when you want to. There you go. And to come to Hilliard Studio Method because <laughs> we know what we're doing. My tip is do a plank every day. And if you need a little more, mm-hmm. like, oom, hit a set of push-ups. Wait a minute. I disagree with that. I don't. Okay. Mine is push-ups. <laughs> you have yours. I have If you mine. want a full body. Wait, you just said mine is push-ups. Can I speak here? <laughs> I feel like if you do push-ups, you're going to work every part of your body. Right. That's why I said do them. You said plank. Yeah. And then I said, and then if you need a little mo- more no, oomph, do some need, push-ups. You need to push-ups every day. Well, then we totally agree. Okay. So let's back up. <laughs> My goal every day this summer is to do 100 push-ups. You just went from you don't work out on vacation <laughs> to a hundred freaking push-ups a day. Yeah, but that's on a regular uh-huh. day. Maybe not when I'm down at the beach, but I'll do some on the beach. So I did. I I'm know. Old, I know I'm that it sounds like track. I'm flipping around here. You are. But the truth is, is if you want to feel good and have every muscle in your body working actively mm-hmm. and in a safe way, then do a safe push-up. Do an HSM push-up. We know what we're doing. We know what we're we'll doing. Show you how to do it. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're craving it, that's the great thing to do. If your body Nobody needs, craves a push-up. I do. Okay. No, there's times on vacation where I'm like, well, that's enough. And I'm yeah, like, let's get the blood that's pumping. True. The point is, get your blood pumping. Yeah. Go on a walk, swing your kids in the air, yeah. swim with them in the pool, right. and be grateful that you have the body to do it. Exactly. Yeah. And the breath in your lungs and the people in your life. 
and the beautiful day that you have. So let's go forward. Aren't you glad we played that game? Damn it. That game was our podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. We, um, we kind of came on just kind of fun and cold today. It's yeah. Like, yeah. We don't know what we're talking about. Let's just get on here. Well, last time cold. we got so much, you know, flat from the other one we did. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Are you good? I'm good. All right. I'll see you next time. I love you. I love you. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us today, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can now find our podcast on YouTube. Yeah. If you liked it, please share, rate, and review. We love five stars. And we hope you'll work out with us online or in studio at hilliardstudiomethod.com. 